Hi, I'm Liz Graveline. As a doctor of physical therapy, I spent my early 20s refining my intervention skills on treating joint pain, stiffness, and weakness. Now, in my early 30s, as a working mom of two toddlers, it wasn't long ago that I had to rebuild my level of fitness from the ground up. On this show, morning routines, posture, joint health, and life longevity are all topics we'll break down for you into digestible bits of information to quickly implement in your day-to-day life. Regardless of whether you are the experienced or novice exerciser, this is a place you can receive actionable steps and strategies to reach you closer and closer to your fitness goals without judgment or the external pressures. Bringing back the fun and excitement into an active lifestyle so that it's tied into how you feel versus what you look like is what we'll discuss here. So settle in and get ready to be cheered on while you learn. This is the Exercise Proper Podcast. I first want to give a shout out to those of you who have been tuning in every week. Thank you so much. And if you haven't already, please leave a review or share this episode with a friend who may find value from the information in this episode. I really appreciate you taking the time to leave a review. It means so much. Thank you. In today's episode, I'll be walking you through my workout routine to provide you with, hopefully, a stronger understanding of how to apply evidence-based techniques I've shared with you in previous episodes to achieve your goals, whatever your goals may be. Maybe that's improving your range of motion, your strength, muscle size and hypertrophy, muscle relaxation, or everyday postures. The majority of my audience has the common understanding that stretching, weightlifting, cardio, meditation, and assuming proper postures provide many advantages for your health and fitness. However, I generally find women like you having a lot of questions, and without the education, you should have a lot of questions. And questions like, how do I fit all this into my busy schedule? Or, Liz, I'm likely to implement these activities and pay attention to pay attention to postures if I know the what and the how, like what stretches, how long do I hold stretches, or what weight do I use on machines, and how many reps and sets, right? Without the education and a plan set in place, how are you supposed to feel motivated to follow through and dedicate time to the gym or to at-home workouts? With the education and a plan, it's hard to stay motivated, really hard. That's why in previous episodes, specifically episodes 13, 14, 15, and 16, I've made it a point to back up my recommendations with the research so you can trust me. It's a big ask when I don't know you personally, but I am asking you to trust me. Ed Sheeran once said, who I love, I love Ed Sheeran, I'm just a boy with a guitar who wants to write his music and share his songs with the world. I think that's so real and holds so much truth, and I feel the same way. I'm just a girl like you, just like you, that wants to help and guide people on the right right track when it comes to their fitness journey. I hate that term, journey. Let's say plans, fitness plans. I like that better. It's less dramatic. So I've really hit you with some big evidence to support very specific stretching and strengthening techniques. Specifically, static and dynamic stretching, full body strengthening, postpartum core strengthening, and hypertrophy. As I walk you through my workout routine, I'll repeat the most critical points most supported in the literature for you to consider as you work out. Let's walk you through why I do my lifting, 
routine from start to finish so we can apply some of these techniques in real time in consecutive order, hopefully helping you to organize the information as it comes to you. Here we go. I usually get dressed at home, pack my water bottle, AirPods, change of clothes, sandals, a towel, and my cosmetics case with what I need for skincare after my shower when my workout's complete. Then I drive to the gym, throw my bags in my locker before grabbing my water bottle, AirPods, and jump right onto the elliptical for 10 minutes. And by that time, I'm sweating and I'm a little bit out of breath, feeling loose and warm and go over to an open area. There I perform my dynamic stretching routine, which consists of a few exercises, including the Frankenstein, soldier kicks, knee hugs, butt kicks, hip openers and closers, inchworms, lateral lunges, reverse lunges, and then I finish up my dynamic stretching routine by opening up my arms, rotating from side to side while holding a static lunge, followed by reaching up with both arms and bending to either side while also holding a static lunge. I'll finish my dynamic warm-up in roughly five minutes. And please just make a mental note that a light or moderate aerobic activity like the elliptical plus a dynamic warm-up are both highly supported in the research to reduce risk for injury during your workouts and increases your level of performance during your workouts. Next is my weightlifting program, and that consists of four weightlifting exercises. That's it. I like to keep my entire workout start to finish under an hour. Four weightlifting exercises, okay? Just to keep it nice and simple. You'll hear about other fitness influencers starting their workouts with an intention, and that's not necessarily what I incorporate into the beginning of my workouts. I'm built more like a machine. I don't want to have to think while I'm in the gym. It's a relaxing and therapeutic activity for me not to think. I don't want to socialize, no smiling, no laughing, (laughs) just kidding. Uh, But no, really, don't talk to me. I just like to get in and get out. (laughs) This is strictly business, and the goal of every workout for me is specifically strength improvement. Everywhere I want to feel strong. Feeling strong makes me feel like I have the energy of my younger self And I'm free to participate in my kids' lives and what makes them happy and smile while still showing off by doing backflips off the side of the boat. (laughs) In my weightlifting routine, I plan on performing four lifts and alternate these lifts between a lower body exercise and an upper body exercise. And the reason for that is because of the lengthy rest periods required to prioritize muscle strength. The research heavily supports the implementation of this 3 by 5 method, including choosing 3 to 5 exercises per muscle group per week, performing 3 to 5 sets, performing 3 to 5 reps per lift, then resting for 3 to 5 minutes. That's easy enough to remember, right? I determine the weight I use by using rate of perceived exertion. At my current fitness level, determining my one rep max is a little dangerous. I'm not as strong as I'd like to be to push myself to the max. So rate of perceived exertion is a measure of effort required to perform the activity and it's better for me. Whatever the activity is, that could be running or lifting weight. RPE is measured on a scale from 1 to 10 where 1 is extremely little effort to move the designated weight and 10 is nearly impossible to move the designated weight. RPE has been 
been determined in the research as a valid and reliable alternative to using your one rep max or percentage of your one rep max. So select the amount of weight based on RPE. Because my goal is to improve muscle strength, I shoot for a weight that has an RPE of at least 7 out of 10. Then that way I'm exhausted by rep number 5 which is perfect, right? Because I'm aiming for reps and sets to be between the numbers of three and five, following the three by five rule. To keep it easy, I train at three sets of five for every lift I do with an RPE of seven out of 10 for every lift I perform. Beginning at the leg press to isolate the quadriceps, I perform one set of five at 200 pounds. My goal is to increase overall strength, which means I continue to follow this three by five rule. Next, I rest the quadriceps for three minutes, but I really hate to wait around. I honestly just feel uncomfortable hogging the machine for three minutes. Instead, I like to alternate with an upper body exercise. So next, I'll sit down at the chest press and set the weight at 60 pounds for another one set of five reps. I'll repeat this round two times, alternating between the leg press and the chest press. Okay, so we've checked two out of our four weightlifting boxes. There's two more lifts to go. Next, I choose the hamstring curl machine and bent over row exercise. And nothing really changes during these two exercises. My ultimate goal is still strength, so I continue to follow the three by five rule. I set the weight on the hamstring curl to 60 pounds and perform one set of five. I'm still at seven out of 10 of my RPE. And I know that 60 pounds is a low weight for hamstring curls, but my hamstrings are just a major weak spot for me. Without resting, I walk over to the bench and perform a bent over row at 20 pounds for one set of five. I'll repeat this round two times, alternating between the hamstring curl and bent over row. After checking off all of our four boxes, now I've completed my weightlifting routine and finished up the workout with a static stretching regimen. My regimen takes greater than seven minutes. I know it's pretty lengthy, but I mean, over the course of the week, stretching after my workouts is what helps me maintain my flexibility and range of motion as I move heavy weights. I don't think stretching necessarily increases my rate of recovery, and the research does not support that it does, although I do notice I'm not losing range of motion when I'm stretching. I'm able to maintain my flexibility as I work through a challenging strengthening program. It's tough to sustain the motivation to stretch at the end of your workouts now, but consider this. We know for a fact your flexibility will dramatically decline from the time you are 20 to 49 years old. Then your flexibility will continue to decline after you're 49, just not so dramatically. And following a consistent stretching routine will slow this process down significantly. So at the end of my workouts, I stretch specifically my lats along the side of my body, my chest, my calves, hip flexors in front of my hip, hamstrings in the back, groin, and my butt, the gluteal muscles. So that I'm working the range through my shoulders and all the way around my hip, hitting every single muscle group, front, side, back, and inner thigh, performing each stretch three times for 30 seconds. That's it. No further than 30 seconds. And if you stretch past 30 seconds, you're just wasting your time. 
it doesn't do anything for you. And I'd rather you cut down time stretching with only doing two sets of 30 seconds instead of three sets of 30 seconds. Okay, so the workout's done. My body's relaxed. Now I head into the sauna to relax my mind. At this point of my fitness routine, I am able to better control the usual thoughts racing through my brain like I've finally gotten off the highway and slowed down to five miles per hour. I feel almost sedated at this point with a happy release of dopamine. So in the sauna, I position myself flat on my back where my muscles are in their most relaxed position and I perform 10 minutes of meditation and pair this meditation with diaphragmatic breathing and deep core training. It's not as intimidating as you think. First, I take a large inhale into my diaphragm, really relaxing my pelvic floor, relaxing my abdominal muscles, and then I exhale as I draw my belly button up and in towards my spine and contract my pelvic floor. Then repeat this over and over for 10 minutes. The more you practice, the more automated and coordinated you'll feel between your lungs, diaphragm core, and pelvic floor. It's a lot of structures, muscles, nerves, and connective tissue that have to work together to complete the cycle. Pairing meditation and diaphragmatic breathing plus deep core training gives you three benefits for the price of one. The research shows significant benefits in the improvement of abdominal separation after pregnancy with deep core training as well as improved low back pain and incontinence. Also, meditation and diaphragmatic breathing stimulates the vagus nerve to relax your body by decreasing your heart rate and blood pressure. After the sauna, I take a shower, do my skincare routine, and head home to my husband and kids. And they're waiting for me at the top of the stairs, so happy to see me. It's an amazing feeling and the sweetest sound to hear the pitter-patter of their feet when I'm walking through the garage door. After my workouts, I'm super relaxed, I'm happy, and just ready to spend quality time with my family so that I am all in. I don't feel anxious to clean up the dishes, fold the laundry, change the sheets, clean the bathroom, or look at my phone because in my mind, I've let those things go go now for to be done at a later time. Right now, I'm present and fully enjoying time spent with my family. And if you're thinking that you don't have the financial means to join a gym or you're a single mom with kids or you're exhausted and cannot even think about adding more to your life, I'm with you. I completely completely understand because it took me almost years to get back on track with my fitness goals and become comfortable with choosing time at the gym over time spent with my family. I also added three hours to my work schedule per week so that I could afford a housekeeper. And that way I felt like I wasn't exchanging time with my family for time at the gym because I was spending that time away from my family anyways by completing house management responsibilities. Also, if you are a single mom doing it all on your own, Oh my goodness, it is not easy doing it all on your own. And I'm sure when you do have support and help with the kids, you don't want to spend that savored time or money going to the gym. But even if you bring the kids to the playground and commit to four exercises at the playground bench and perform some push-ups, step-ups, squats, and planks, by completing these four exercises, even once a week, you are exercising more than the average. You are. You are winning at the fitness game. I'm serious. And it doesn't take much. It's just 
about taking simple steps, whatever that looks like, in order for you to stay consistent and that alone will set you up for success. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you receive some insight and tangible strategies you can use, please subscribe to the Exercise Proper podcast and post a screenshot tagging your girl at Liz underscore Graveline. Don't forget to leave a review or if you are looking for other tips and tricks in your health and wellness journey, you can send me an email at lizgraveline at gmail.com. I'd shriek at the sight of your name in my inbox. That would be amazing. See you next time, guys.